Welcome to the Perennial Wellness Podcast, the podcast that will lead you to better health, wellness, and nutrition knowledge. This show is hosted by myself, Kristen Crowley, and my co-host, Brittany Wharton. We are registered dietitians, fitness enthusiasts, and outdoor lovers with over 10 years of nutrition studies we want to bring to you the different conversations about nutrition to help you become the best you. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. We are nearing the end of the year if this podcast is out and so it's probably the middle of December or something like that and we wanted to bring to you a winter health and wellness episode just giving you all the little tips and tricks that you can have for this wintertime darkness and how you can feel your best throughout this little phase of the season. Yeah, so we are going to go through some common questions, common struggles that we see with our own clients and patients, and then maybe some things that we experience ourselves and with our families. So we're going to jump right into it. How can I naturally boost my immune system during the winter? Yeah, so boosting immune system during winter, I mean traveling, everything, you're around family, you're inside a lot. Um, There's a lot going on. And so you definitely want to make sure that you've got a few tips up your sleeve because you don't want to get sick, of course. Um, I would say starting with like nutrient dense foods is the biggest, most best thing that you can do for your immune system. One of the best things. Um, Specifically, we hear it all the time, your vitamin C foods, your vitamin D foods, um, zinc and any antioxidants is where my brain goes to start off. Um, Making sure that you are fueling with these like every day, if not twice a day, um, to make sure that your your immune system is constantly working. you know, there's always good and bad fights going on, I would say in your body, but making sure that you're supporting it with these antioxidants and these colored foods and vitamins. Um, because since it's kind of an overdrive, you may need a little bit more here or there. Um, so I would say definitely starting off with a nutrient dense diet. Um, if not anytime, definitely during the winter time. Yeah, absolutely. So a few of those vitamin C foods that come to mind are are really colorful ones. So the colorful bell pepper. So like our red bell pepper versus our green, the yellow bell pepper, our berries, blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, um, tomatoes, oranges, apples. So add those in. Where can you add them? Can you add them in at breakfast? And can you add them in with your snack? You know, we just talked about um, balancing your blood sugar. Can you add those apples in with a slice of cheese or some chicken, whatever that looks like um, with a beef jerky stick to make sure that you're getting that good vitamin C. Another thing is with the vitamin D, make sure that you get your vitamin D levels checked. I think this one is something that often gets overlooked. This can easily be something that you do with a wellness check with your primary care physician, your general care physician, and see where you need to be. Um, Vitamin D supplements get over or under 
prescribed very often. So if you are in an area in the United States where you are dark in the winter, very dark, and you're not seeing any type of sunlight, that is a consideration you need to be discussing with your practitioner um, ASAP, especially if you um, experience any type of those winter blues or seasonal depression. So with those vitamin D foods, a few that are coming to mind are wild-caught salmon. That is going to ensure because vitamin D is a fat-soluble food. We want to make sure that we do have that really good um, fat to help absorb it. And then um, some other foods are going to be fortified with vitamin D, but mostly um, are fish. So like swordfish, tuna fish, um, and then a fish oil. So like cod liver oil would be another one to consider to make sure that you are boosting your immune system during the winter. So talking about supplements, what specific supplements should you focus on for immune support? Okay. Yes. So I definitely would say starting off, um, vitamin, I mean, vitamin D, like we were just saying, if you're not getting enough, you need to make sure that you are getting enough. So if you're taking a multivitamin, you would want to make sure that you have vitamin D in that multivitamin, like a little bit, at least 2000, probably, um, in that multivitamin. And then after that, you know, if your levels are low, that you're maybe supplementing even more during the winter months, whenever you're not outside so much. Um, always the vitamin C. Um, if you're not, if you're, I would say if you're like on the sick side or, or feeling like you're getting sick or you're traveling or something like that, I always do a vitamin C um, just to like boost the immune system right there. But I don't think that that's one that you want to constantly be taking because you can get too much of a good thing. So you don't want too many antioxidants going in because it will interfere with your vitamin E. And if you're not, you know, it's the whole shebang. So um, another one is zinc. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of our population is deficient in zinc. It's kind of like magnesium, um, but a lot of people do not get enough zinc. Zinc comes from like meat, seafood, oysters, some nuts and seeds, different things like that. Um, some dairy products, but usually people don't get enough and zinc and quercetin can be one big one for allergies for supporting the immune system around this time of the year. Um, now we're not saying like go out and buy all of these. Usually if you get some kind of immune support supplement, you can get a couple of them, you know, like mixed together. Now, if you're working with a practitioner, they can advise you a little bit further on maybe where you might have some gaps in your nutrition and what you can do. Um, for example, I have a family member that has a cough with a lot of mucus. Well, I know a supplement that can help break down mucus. And so I can, you know, work directly with that. So there are specific ones that you can do for certain things like that. Um, if you're, if you're looking, you know, work with a practitioner, but there's a whole lot of supplements out there that can help, but ultimately it starts with a food first approach. If your gut is good, connected and clean, 
you probably won't have many issues during the winter time with getting sick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love um, vitamin C and zinc specifically. Zinc is going to help back uh, fight off any of those bacteria and viruses and just support you all the way around. Exactly. So our next question, are there any natural remedies for colds and flus? I think this is a really good question because um, sometimes it feels like, oh, I could totally kick this in a day and I don't want to rely on medication. So what is it that I can add in or what can I um, consume that can help me during this time? Yeah, um, my go-to here. Uh, not necessarily for the flu, probably as much, but definitely for a cold is the fermented honey and garlic um, concoction that I've been seeing on Instagram, but I've been making for a few years as well. And yes. so what you do is you can get some, you know, local honey, you want it to be local, because the thing here is that they're local bees. And so the bees are producing the honey from the pollen of the air. So it helps your allergies, right? And it helps your sinus pathway, all of these different things. Um, and what you can do is take that honey, chop up some garlic, and you can just leave it there and, you know, put it in a jar, let it sit for a couple of days, and then you'll be ready to go and you can store it in your fridge. You can go a step further, add some cayenne, add some ginger, add some other real good antioxidants in there. That's what we do. And what you do is whenever you're feeling like you're getting sick, you're feeling like you're close to getting sick, you take a little tablespoon of it, you know, every couple of hours, kind of let it sit in your mouth, let it like drip down your throat. Like you, you want it to coat your throat. You want it to feel it. Right. Um, and it, I mean, it really does. It helps. We used it last year whenever we were sick and it definitely was a game changer. Yeah. I like that one too. I've definitely used that one, um, with the honey and the garlic. I really love, um, Trader Joe's has a turmeric tea. And then, um, I also was able to find another turmeric tea recently and adding honey to that. So turmeric can help with inflammation and fighting that off. Um, another really great benefit in our immune system or kind of like that immune fighting, uh, our coughs and colds and things like that is elderberry. So that's also going to be kind of like an immune enhancer. I guess you can say it's going to have some of those antibacterial and antiviral effects like garlic is um, antibacterial. So that's really helpful. And then elderberry is also a really strong antioxidant. So again, it's going to help with all that inflammation. So you can consume elderberry in all kinds of ways, like there's elderberry syrup and they have also like the cough drops and things like that. So definitely things to consider or stock up on so that you can have those and use them. And, and maybe you feel that scratchiness coming in your throat and you go ahead and you make the ginger and, or the garlic and the honey con concoction and, and you're ready to go and you're back on your feet and nothing got you down. I know. I love that. And I like the tea uh, reference. That's a great one. I mean that I have so many teas that I'm using right now, just like a tea every night, you know, and 
maybe you just find a few that you really like, but that can be helpful during these winter months. Um, just drinking those, it will help bring down any inflammation. And the less inflammation you have, the more kind of like high powered your immune system can be during this time. Yeah. Well, and even to that point, staying hydrated is going to be super, super important. And it's overlooked because the colder weather is hitting, but hydration can be significant in the impact of our immune system. So even though it might be colder, keep that water bottle around, make sure that you have some type of habit in place to ensure you're drinking your water. Yes, I love that. Okay, let's see. How can we stay active and maintain a fitness routine and in colder weather? And why is this even important? Yeah, this is important. Exercise is super important, not only for our mental health, but our physical health and definitely blood sugar. Queuing up the previous podcast. Um, but talking about staying active and maintaining a fitness routine, it is definitely darker in the winter. So considering that, figure out when can you get sunlight? What does your schedule allow for? And what are you going to be the most consistent in? I think this is the big thing is, oh, I don't want to get out of bed to go work out. Whenever I get home from work, I'm tired. Well, decide, are you more of a morning person or are you more someone that needs to get it done after work and stay consistent with it? This is where having an accountability partner is huge, right? So something that we are starting to do at our gym is called the grit club. And basically what that is, is if you come to the gym at least four times a week or 16 times over the month, then you get this badge of honor of like being in the grit club. So that's an accountability tool right there, right? So whatever that means to you in this accountability and fitness routine, find it and stick with it, right? Even if it is having an alarm on your phone every day or having an intention or a goal around working out three times a week, four times a week, etc. And then also find something that's fun. You're not going to go to the gym or do something that is not fun. You don't enjoy the class. You don't enjoy the workout. You work out by yourself. So again, find something that you enjoy and make sure it's fun. So the next question is, is there a connection between winter blues and our immune health? Yeah, there definitely is, you know, um, I mean, to me, the winter blues that we don't experience it as much down here in the South, we get the sun. It's like today it's almost December and it's 70 degrees and sunny outside, you know, <laughs> but we do visit the North a lot where we see, um, the winter blues, I guess you could say where it's dark, it's snowy, it's, it's rough, you know, it's hard. And so for people that have to experience that, I like all the tips Brittany said about making it to the gym. And also I think, you know, making commitments and socializing and getting out because, you know, the winter blues and feeling down and all of that keeps you inside. It keeps you to me like cold. Like I think of 
Chinese medicine, kind of just like your chi, like you're not moving, you're not happy, you're not like outside in the sun playing in like flowers, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and how that really does probably affect your immune system. Like to me, if you're in the same place every day doing the same thing, your body gets kind of used to it and it, and it may, you know, kind of like let its guard down in a way your immune cells aren't working as hard. You're, you know, you're just not feeling good. You're not exercising. Maybe you're not eating right. So, I mean, it affects so many things. So I do definitely think that winter blues does have a connection to your immune system and how you can support it. And I think what you can do is basically kind of what Brittany's saying about being accountable to things that you want to do, you know, make sure that you can get outside maybe when you can find fun activities that you might like to do, even though it is cold outside, or if you want to stay inside, but just like, you know, find things that make you happy and that you feel joy and pleasure in. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're someone that works in an office, I know that I experienced this my first year out of the internship, working a full-time job. I went to work. It was dark. I came home. It was dark. That was um, definitely a shocker. So what we tried to do was we would eat lunch by window. Um, It was cold, so we didn't really want to go walk outside. But, you know, what we really should have done was brave the cold and gone for a walk after a meal or something to that effect. So if you are in a place that you can actually take a break and take a walk, even if it's in the midday, to sneak in some of that sunlight, depending on where you are in the country, I think that is that's super, super important right? want to keep that immune system strong and we want to keep the mood feeling good. So our next question, Key, what role does sleep and stress play in our immune function during the winter? Ooh, I love this one. Yeah. So, I mean, we have a whole podcast on sleep. We know how important sleep is um, and stress overall, you know, so like we've said just a little bit ago, if your body is feeling inflamed, if there's other things going on, your immune system is like, I mean, think of it as like one person compared to all these other people that are working in, you know, and so you may not sleep good and then you're stressed with work and this and that your body is focusing on these things. And then say you get a virus or you get sick or you start getting a cold. Well, it can't defend itself the same way it would if you weren't as stressed or if you had slept good the night before, you know, I mean, there's so many things. So what can we do? We can try to make sure that we have our good nighttime routine in place that we're going to bed, that we're getting eight hours of sleep that we're staying hydrated. Um, I feel like, I mean, I feel like the sun and like vitamin D is such a big part here because you can't be outside and that's stressful. Um, but I think, you know, making sure that I try to adapt to like the winter time. So I do, I feel like I'm a lot less stressed in a way. Like I do a lot slower exercises, like more relaxed movements or routines, different things like that. And so just like adapting to where you are, um, in the, in the winter season and kind of like going with that flow, because I mean, if you think that's like ancient times, like it was dark, then they had to like, just chill out and like stay in early or not go outside as much, you know? So yeah, a little bit of little bit of hibernation. 
So something that uh, has been interesting is whenever I'm speaking with clients, asking them about their stress. So what is your stress on a scale of one to 10? And they give me their answer and then asking them, Hey, what, what do you actually do for that stress management technique? And I swear to you, nine times out of 10 people are saying exercise. Exercise is a great way to reduce stress. And obviously that is going to, that exercise is going to help you sleep better and it's going to reduce stress. But say, for example, that exercise doesn't take you and get that stress down. What are other stress management techniques that you can tap into? right? I think we both really rely like on journaling and you really rely on meditation. I have been slacking lately, but we, we were doing it at one point. So I think making sure that you do lean into some type of stress management technique, whether that is actually just leaning into your support system or having some type of method in place that can help you with these times, because the more that we stress, the more that it will weaken our immune system. And whenever we're stressed, it affects our sleep. And then that sleep affects our stress. So we want to make sure that we have a good balance there. Okay. Last question that we are going to tackle is, are there any specific supplements I should consider taking? I know we kind of mentioned this, but any other ones that you want to really hone in on? Yeah. So, I mean, I think our general recommendation is, you know, whenever I'm working with a patient, uh, usually like a multivitamin, um, making sure that you're having your fish oil, you know, healthy fats um, and a probiotic. And so that's, that's my recommendation whenever I know someone's you know, routine. So I'm not saying everyone should be doing that, but that's generally, you know, what you can do. Um, so I would say those for sure. And then any like immune support after that, like your probiotic is definitely going to be helpful. Like I mentioned earlier, if your gut's good, that's a lot of your immune system is there. And so if you have a good, healthy gut, you should be good to go. Um, and then of course, like we were mentioning earlier, the vitamin D and the vitamin C, I think those are the two biggest ones. Um, like Brittany mentioned, making sure that you have, you're checking your levels of vitamin D. Um, but your vitamin D is really gonna help activate your immune system and support those cells. And so just making sure that if you are supplement supplementing with those, that you're getting enough, um, and that you're taking a good quality supplement too, I think is really important. Yeah, absolutely. So I love all those that um, he mentioned. Um, one supplement or actually two supplements that I love is turmeric or curcumin. It's just going to help fight off inflammation. And this is just going to continue to help improve your immune function. So obviously really, really important. If you are already taking a multivitamin, don't worry about this one, but taking a B complex. So vitamin B12, vitamin B6, these are super important for your immune responses, but this is also going to affect our mood and our energy levels. So if you are someone that you already know that you struggle with 
uh, winter blues, seasonal depression, anything like that, and you're not taking a multivitamin, I would highly talk to um, a provider about adding in a B complex. So that can help with not only your mood, but also your immune system. So I love, love those two in addition to what Key said. So guys, that kind of wraps up our winter immune system podcast. If you think this would be helpful, go ahead and share it. And of course, we have a giveaway going on for the month of December. So make sure you share it on any type of social media. You'll be entered into our giveaway. There's going to be two lucky winners. So if you go on to either of our Instagrams, you can like the comment or you can like it, you can comment and you can repost it and that will enter you into the giveaway and you'll be able to do that all December long and we will announce it in January. So with that being said, make sure you subscribe. Um, We'll continue to come out with a new podcast every other Monday. And if you guys have questions, please feel free to message us on Instagram or drop some comments on the podcast site. So where can you find us if you want to find us on Instagram or any other social media? Kristen? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram. You can find me at holisticdietitian.key. Or if you want to work with me, you can find me at Acadiana Center for Natural Health in Lafayette, Louisiana. Where can they find you, Britt? Awesome. Yeah, you guys can find me at Britt.Greenwood. And if you want to work together, email me at Brittany at HealthySepsNutrition.com. We can get a call set up and get you going. So I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast and we will see you next time on the Perennial Wellness Podcast.